Hi everyone, and welcome to Dating Tips <laughs> and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm your host, Brent Constantine, not joined in the studio this week by Christine Bordelin, who, although you may have guessed, is in jail once again. That is incorrect. Bit of a health scare at the end of last episode. I'm not sure if you could tell, but she was going through a bit of issues. She was bringing a lot of positive energy finally to the show, probably for the first time in her life. But a lot of it was really focused on neutrinos and neutrino-related information. Neutrinos causing what I assume and doctors may consider a mild to serious heart attack. So she asked me while she was on the floor not to call an ambulance because her health care doesn't provide. So I did log into her phone and call an Uber. And, you know, I was a little afraid I wouldn't be able to get past her lock screen, but I just kind of held it up to her face, pried her eyes open and went through pretty smoothly. And after I stuffed her into that Uber, you know, I assume everything's okay. So, you know, wherever you are, uh, not 100% sure, but we're rooting for you. Get well soon. So this week, sadly, I am not joined by Christine. And sadly, I am joined by professional actor Shane McLean, who Christine seems to have on some sort of automated system so that whenever, you know, she's locked up or, you know, in a tunnel or in some ditch somewhere, he just seems to come by <laughs> yeah. and, okay, hold on a second, sorry, Shane. I thought I would just slowly ease Not all, Okay, Chris, uh, sorry, Shane, uh, I'm so used to Christine. As you may have remembered just now, thinking about who he is, Shane is a professional actor, although he doesn't perform on stage very often as his talent is being wasted as a professional grape. So Shane, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. I hope mm -hmm. she's able to leave that hospital bed and get back on those neutrinos that she loves to take. So anyway, uh, you know, we don't have all day to kind of waste talking about Christine. That's Christine's issues. It's time to move on. So why don't you tell us what you've been up to since the last time we uh, unfortunately had you here in the studio? Yeah, things are not well. Um, my major uh, love of my life wife partner, Marsha, has gone missing. Uh, mm -hmm. She's left me with five children. Yeah, who, who could have seen that coming? Um, but unfortunately, um, as, as you know, uh, I had an encounter with a quite unsavory individual who referred to her herself as the baby merchant who may or may not have her eyes set on stealing the children from me because I refused to sell them to her. Mm. At first when I met Marta, uh, the baby merchant, I thought, you know, she seems pretty much on the up and up. She has um, all the different forms of payment. She has the old credit card swipey machine uh, mm -hmm. to take payments and the square for mm. digital payments, which I don't right. have Square digital leader, banking. Yeah. Anyways, she started to give off some red flags. She had a necklace that was made of baby teeth and, well, red flags actually as well. Mm. And mm. after I refused to sell her the children, because obviously that's a bridge too far for me. Right, yeah. I started getting weird phone calls in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, there's little scritchy scratchies on the windows and the doors of the house when we're trying to sleep. And the boys, when they hear a scritchy scratchy, they just mm -hmm. scream. You know, mm -hmm. no one's going to get any sleep when that happens. So that's pretty frustrating. Mm. You know, there's Warning signs that have been carved into the front lawn, like, I'll mm. get them. Wow. They will be mine. Yeah, it's really intense. Right. I don't feel safe leaving the five boys at home. So we did a, um, what's it called? A line where I had a rope around my waist. And then each of them had a rope around their waist attached. And we were all attached in a line. We walked down here together and they're waiting outside. So mm -hmm. I can keep an eye on them. I just glance out the studio window and I fire. Yeah, they're all here. Yeah, I probably won't need anything from them. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Sounds like you've been busy. Uh, best wishes there, Shane. Well, they're healthy. And 
yeah, whatever else you were saying, that sounds really interesting. Um, so back to some, you know, good updates on the show here. We have been searching high and low for Tony Express and Maria. Maria Express at this point, uh, judging by some of these Facebook posts. Uh, so they have united, not just legally, but now, well, legally through the, the legal system in terms of, you know, a marriage certificate. And Tony Express now legally owns the Boston Pizza Express trailer on Maria's property. So Nima has been checking out their Facebooks on the black web and just got an update this week that um, that marriage had been certified by Facebook. So, you know, big development there. Still not have been able to to find them. And, you know, Nima, I know you met Nima on the... uh, it's one of the best. The podcast that was kind of hoist upon our podcast. I'm still not sure listed. why Apple is allowing this to happen. Um, so we the, the search remains, Shane. And, you know, while I've got you here, might as well ask yeah. you, sure. have you seen Tony Express or Maria? No, I haven't. But I've been following the story closely. So, and, um, okay, hold on a second. So um, well. we've got, you know, not a lot of advancement. Besides this marriage, I'm hoping for more, but, you know, I'm not going to rush one of the greats, Nima Galami, poor. It would be like if I told you how to act, you know, like a grape, and it's just not my expertise. It's not something I'm interested in on that side, but, um, you know, I wouldn't know the first thing about... You'd be great at it. ...kind of fucking around in a giant purple costume, you know? It'd be a waste of my time to even think about it. It's hard work. More than this, and I'm going to stop thinking about it right now. So uh, I do have an exciting announcement. While I was down at police slash court headquarters for an unrelated incident, I did stumble across a bit of a police auction. And one of the items, or several of the items, as it was involved in a bit of a scheme of some kind, we're not really sure how it worked, a bunch of mobile hot dog stands were on sale you know the ones with the umbrella on top mm-hmm. and sort of wheels on one side just one side which did kind of you know mess me up at first uh, trying to get that out of the courtroom we've thrown all those old hot dogs out that were inside and we are we are excited to announce the opening of boston pizza express pro rush and this is a new exciting venture that brings you know a lot of the overhead uh in terms of specifically like you know the ceiling walls power that we're paying for this was kind of a sucker's game from the beginning now we've got every we've concentrated it down to really the elements which are chowder and chowder bread bowls and so we have got those loaded up at the beginning of the day in that cart uh wheeling it downtown or dragging it because like i said didn't really understand the mechanics of those wheels at first, but we got it. Um, I have got a bunch of these stationed around town, you know, looking for staff right now. Right now, it's sort of like the honor system where you take a bread bowl out and just leave cash. But uh, very popular, Shane. I hope to see you out there. I would be happy to come. And honestly, I would love to get the boys to work. So if you ever need some part-time employees or something at one of your carts, mm-hmm. just tell me what intersections you've dragged them to. I'm sure they're not going to move anywhere too far considering yeah sort of right now because it is the honor system i don't really want to leave them out of my sight so i've just kind of lined them around one city block intersection so we've got eight all around sort of all spaced out but they all serve the same same food exactly exactly yeah well first of all we've got tony express and maria express 
sitting on this concept. You know, they're they're kind of trolls sitting on gold mm-hmm. in a way. Although you know, it's it's chowder bread bowls and White gold. just losing money. You know, with every day court fees building up against them and wedding fees now. The market's ready and it's ready. It's been ready from the beginning to have a a fresh chowder bowl-based meal replacement uh, ready and available for office workers or, in this case, industrial uh, warehouse workers. Definitely business is slow past 4 p.m. A little dangerous, honestly. I've had to chain the bread bowls up. Come down. We are on the absolute edge of town. You know, I can't say more than that, but if you do go into Google Maps and just type in Boston Pizza Express Pro Rush, and then check out Satellite View, and I think they've updated that. You can check out our location. And the best thing is it's healthy. I mean, in chowder can be anything. It's sort of like a white stew. But there's red chowders as well. Okay, well, we don't serve those ones. It's mostly clams. I I got a great uh, deal on clams and oysters, unshucked clams and oysters at that same police auction. So, they were stolen. Uh, they were involved in some sort of a heist. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it might have been aquarium-based. But uh, those those warehouse workers cannot get enough. They've been coming up just buying bags of unshucked oysters and clams. They seem to be loving it. <laughs> Slamming them open there on the sidewalk and uh, just slurping them down, which is, uh, you know, it's a bit uncomfortable to watch, but uh, yeah. you know, sales sales don't lie. Although, I again, it's the honor system. So a lot of them seem to just be uh, stealing the clams. And, you know, because those are open and we are right by the water, a lot of, a lot of birds and uh, a few otters have also made off with uh, some of those clams. Well, you know, that's industrious. And as a businessman, one businessman to another, you got to appreciate the tenacity of those otters and birds just going after what they want. Especially because those Boston Pizza Express Pro Rush carts, to keep those clams and oysters fresh, we crank that thing up to 40 degrees Celsius. A lot of the otters, uh, you know, they back off as soon as they touch that thing. Natural security system, otters hate heat. So that's a big exciting development. Still no word on what's going on with that grunt connection, those grunt connection fires. We did we did get a call from the grunt connection killer, who I'm calling the grunt connection killer, although officially has not killed anyone. And, uh, you know, if you are listening, turn yourself in. It's not too late. We appreciate what you did. We appreciate... Okay, I don't want to incriminate myself. We appreciate what you think you did. But again, legally, I did not ask you to do it. And Christine might have, you might have inferred from Christine, but uh, but it wasn't me. Nothing to say, Shane? I was just uh, just remembering any lives that might have been lost in the fires. No, like I said, no one has, uh, no one has died. This was a victimless crime, except, of course, uh, for the... Uh, the businesses that did burn down. I would just love to talk to the guy before he did it, though. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just love to meet him? Get him in here and mm. really talk to him one-on-one before he went to the police? He's a bit of a super fan of the show. Uh, he's got a lot of interesting ideas that he posts on the Patreon page. He's, a, he's mm-hmm. a huge, huge subscriber on Patreon. So I'd love for him to kind of turn himself in, get this cleared up so he can continue to support the show financially and orally and i mean with the a which is ears now if there's a chance that he turns himself in and then he can't support the show anymore you got to think about that brent like maybe it's in your best interest to keep this guy at large and just keep the fires Mm. to a minimum 
So mm -hmm. you get that because you can't have that many Patreon subscribers, really. Mm, I'm sure you okay. have a few, but mm, mm. if he's one of your biggest, I, mm. I would say it's in your interest to protect mm -hmm. this guy. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't like the insinuation here about the show. We're doing pretty well for ourselves. You know, you're a bit of a parasite yourself, kind of sucking. I'm like happy one, to be here. One, I love this show. Okay, Shane, hold on a second. One of those parasite eels that kind of ride the belly of those bigger eels. Mm -hmm. If you've, if you watched blue planet, you know what I'm talking about. So no, turn yourself in grunt connection killer. Uh, but of course still continue to support the show and let's get this over with. Uh, and, and if the police are listening, uh, you know, I don't encourage what he did, but I do encourage a bit of leniency. And also I encourage letting me know if any new oysters and clams, uh, are involved in any heists so that I can come down and pick them up because we are running low. Uh, speaking of oysters and clams, I got to check on my little guys out there. Um, mm -hmm. to make sure none of their shells have popped open. I'll tell you this. Usually an oyster and clam shell will pop open if it is above 50 degrees Celsius. And that is why we have lowered that temperature now to 40 degrees Celsius. Keep them fresh but keep them safe. Has anyone seen Big Steve? Okay, get that out of your mouth. Don't write on the walls. Where's Big Steve? Brent, um, do you mm -hmm. have cameras in the hallway? No, I had them uninstalled. Okay, uh, Brent, this is weird. Uh, my big son, uh, Big Steve, mm -hmm. uh, he's disappeared. Mm -hmm. And although he's disappeared, a, uh, mm -hmm. a wooden token with a rune inscribed on it has appeared where he was sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't decipher the rune, but mm -hmm. it seems to be some sort of a message. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not sure if you're trying to ruin the podcast right now, Shane, but uh, really not interested too much. Probably okay. just fell out from playing Pokemon or something like that. So stick around to the podcast. We'll be back right after this with some more dating tips and tricks and, <laughs> you guessed it, expert love advice. Knock, knock. Hello. Oh, hi. How are you feeling? You must be so scared. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I know you? That's okay. People normally forget me, even though I change their lives. Where am I? Last thing I would remember, I was on the floor and Brent was looking down at me, or I guess, or I was on the ceiling and Brent was looking up at me. And then I remember I barfed all over him and then he kick me away and then at that point things just kind of go dark calm down you're all good i'm dr kelly and you're in one of dr kelly's very special dr kelly pods in one of dr kelly's very special health huts it's like a pizza hut because it was originally a pizza hut so who brought me here yeah i don't know uh, somebody just stuffed you in the back seat of an uber and uh you know we we did cover you, so you are going to have to pay us back the sixty-eight seventy-two. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't know where you came from, or uh, it could have been an Uber X. I'm not sure. So like everything is gone. Like my wallet's still here, but my wallet just has this little weird cardboard card in it, and it. What is this? Yes, that is your Hut Rewards points card. Everybody gets one. The more days you stay here, the more points you rack up, and the more points you rack up equals to how many dollars you owe us, actually. It's our own personal rewards, not yours. I, I can understand how you would get confused by that. Where's my phone? Christine, we sold your phone. What? It's a part of the Dr. Kelly rehabilitation system. <laughs> okay? We take your phone, 
We get money from it. It does not go to you. It goes to our expenses. Now you have no one to contact for more neutrinos. Okay. How much did you get for it? $45. So your bill is currently at, uh, as of today, uh, $7,852.36. But we have subtracted that $45 from your phone. And just think of all of those hot reward points you're getting. Well, that's good, I guess. Can I give my phone number if I don't have my card with me? Christine, you don't have a phone. Oh, right. Damn it. I'll just remember the card. Has anyone tried to, like, pick me up or check on me or anything? I feel like I'm due to record another episode of the podcast, at least. Yeah, you had um what we in the medical field like to call a heart episode. Oh, so not a what? full attack, but something that went very wrong. And instead of going to see some idiot doctor, I brought you into my home. No rudeness to your pod, but... I really thought I was in a cell and I was back in jail or something. I did something bad. Oh, you did. You did some bad stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did try and suck some people's blood while you were here, so that would make sense. Okay, but was it funny? It was, but it was also concerning as um, you were trying to see if we had neutrinos in our system. You latched onto us to try and suck it out of mm, us. I'm sorry. But the good thing about coming here is that all of your legal problems, they get postponed to a later date. Oh, well, that's great. What, what am I wearing? It's pretty itchy. Christine, what you're wearing is obviously a recycled Pizza Hut uniform. They were left over from previous owners. We all wear them. They are sanitary enough. I've never felt this fabric before. Are they made out of the boxes? You think I have choice? Christine, the last time I had a choice, it was between a Mountain Dew and a Sprite. <laughs> And I said, put them together. Oh, what did that taste like? I don't know. There was a lot of stuff left over from the Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut was really ahead of its time. A lot of their equipment can be used for many, many medical practices. Many! Some I haven't even tried yet, but I know could be a thing. Like, getting a ward off. In the oven? Yeah. I mean, heat it, heat it up. Did I have a couple, like, six bottles on me when I came in? Because I feel like... If I could just have, like, a couple neutrinos, I think I could remember everything and I could, you know, make make things better for you, which is what I'm trying to do. And, you know, I, I could give you that information. I mean, usually by now I have about 52 by this time of the day. So what you're doing here is um is uh, flushing out the final toxins. Okay. How long does that take? Well, it takes as goddamn long as it's going to goddamn take. Christine. So, okay. None of this attitude, please. Christine, during your detoxification, we found some pretty disturbing things in your system, including three types of ferret venom. There was car battery acid and mega monster energy drink, which is the monster mm-hmm. energy drink that mm-hmm. real monsters drink. The insides of you are practically goop at this time. Yeah. I got it. Down. No, you gotta just stop. Christine, neutrinos are something I've seen, I've personally seen, decimate the community. Mostly the zookeeper community. So imagine trying to cage a bunch of zookeepers. That's their job normally. I just feel like if I had a couple neutrinos, it would make me feel better right now. And I'm not saying I should take 52. I'm just saying, you know, if you have any on you. We have no neutrinos on site. We have Nutri Buzz. What's that? 
It's just a wheat-based cereal. The only way you can leave is if you truly do not want neutrinos anymore. And don't you dare try and trick me and say that you don't want any when you really do. Well, you know, funny you should say that because I was going to say I don't really feel like I want neutrinos anymore. I'm feeling really good about eating real food. Describe to me one food that you would eat. Easy. I'd have a bagel with lots of cream cheese on top. Just plain. Uh, Sprinkle a couple of neutrinos on top of that. Mm, There it is. You dummy. You dumb idiot. Well, you got me. I still want neutrinos. Just give me one. I think I just need one neutrino. And then I'll be able to figure out how to get out of this. No. Oh my god. I'm a 39-year-old woman, and I run this business myself because I do not put up with jokes like you. What I'm doing here in my hut is what the medical community is afraid to do. My proprietary Dr. Kelly rehabilitation techniques are the most advanced medical or medical-related systems that money can buy. And I need you to respect me for that. Because, the, damn it, I deserve it. Oh, God, you do deserve it. You look beautiful today. I really appreciate what you've done for me today here. I mean, you've gone above and beyond. You really deserve whatever it is I'm paying you. I'm just wondering, like, what's next? How, how do I uh, get out of here? What's the next step? How, how do you get me off neutrinos? Now let me go over your advanced Dr. Kelly care regimen from sunup to sundown, okay? Okay. Every day, we wake you up at 5 a.m., and we massage various sauces and dips on your face. You have a choice of marinara, peppercorn ranch, creamy garlic, and cheddar jalapeno. You get a little bit feisty when we use that cheddar jalapeno, but you demand it so often. That's <laughs> mm, my favorite. That takes about 45 minutes, and then we'll sprinkle on... Um, a red uh, pepper flakes, uh, Parmesan, or Italian seasoning. Your choice again. For a dollar extra, we will give you fresh basil. You have actually requested that so many times. It's it's really racking up your bill. <laughs> but we'll take it. It's worth it. And from 10 to 1, we put you in the pizza oven. We crank you up on a pizza paddle, and we just shove you right in there. Also known as a baking chamber. Oh, wow. Is that where I got this tan? I like chambers, I like pods, and I like huts. Now it's 1 p.m. Honey, you're getting a snack. That's when we allow the window to open, and we let you stare out for three hours. As people pass, you may tap on the glass, but you may not wave. Okay. So then it's 2 p.m., and at this time of year, (laughs) that's sundown, baby. Oh. So we put you in the healing sack and throw you into the medicinal pool. It's sink or swim, baby. Medical sink or swim. So do I sink or do I swim? What have I done? So far, you've, you've sank, and we've had to pull you out. But if you do that, it's easy bedtime because we just lob you right onto that bed. Wow. If you swim, who knows? Maybe you'll get to stay up and read for 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Something to look forward to. We have two books. One is a collection of Garfield comics. And the second one is an autobiography of my grandpa. Oh, wow. It's his memoirs. My grandfather had one dream. And one dream only. And it was to take over the lease of this pizza hut and turn it into the finest 
health and medicinal hut this side of the river. He was the original Dr. Kelly. He spelt it with a Y. We all are Dr. Kellys in this family, and we all have different spellings. Wow. So when did your grandfather found this place? 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. He stitched that medicinal sack by hand in our old country. Wow. And swimmers win. And a non-swimmer, they don't breathe. They d- they die. You better start paddling, goddammit. Okay, again, is this swimming a metaphor or... Christine, what I'm truly saying is that I've dug an enormous moat around this pizza hut. I mean, health hut. And the purpose behind this moat, Christine is that people who are addicted to neutrinos, people who still have them in their system, they sink. It literally weighs you down. It's full of a lot of heavy metals. You may think that aluminum is light. Mm -mm, Not when you ball it up, tight enough. Since you've been here, you've lost 150 pounds. And I promise you, you look the same. I run a metal detector over your body every night. And she beeping. Do you have an IUD, though? Because that can set it off as well. I don't. I used to, but it rejected me. Let me tell you, Christine, the city has been very difficult when it comes to this moat installation. They tried to um, ban them. They said that they were medieval, and I said the only medieval thing in this room is Charles over there, because Charles is very old. (laughs) That charmed them. Enough for me to get this moat uh, self-built, but, uh, God, just a bunch of Charleses in that room. Right. Well... Now, as my grandfather, Dr. Kelly Kelly, used to say, let's throw these sickos into the water and see if they float. (laughs) You know, he was around during the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, that was back in the old country. America. Oh, interesting. And were you pro-witch at that time? Who's to say? The only way you're going to get out of here is if you jump in that water. And if you sink, you're going to see hundreds of other people who've tried too early. Because, baby, they're down there. And let me tell you, those those bodies that you could see down there, they're not my failures. No, no. They're their own personal failures for not having the wherewithal. Also, they were not technically on my property anymore. So, what can you do? <laughs> because you can't sue. <laughs> that should That should be my title. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'm ready to get in the water. Splish, splash, baby. Yeah, you can do this, Christine. Remember, Christine. Make it worse. So many have made it. So many more have not. But so many have. So, statistically, there is a chance. I'm I'm back here. I'm just watching from afar. No. One, two, three. Oh, my God. It's hot in here, though. The water's so hot. Decomposing bodies release a lot of sulfur, so it keeps it um, quite warm and bubbly. <laughs> this is literally body temperature. Oh, God, it's burning me. Christine, don't you realize? You're floating. You're floating, baby. You're not sinking at all. I'm so oh, proud yeah. of you. I'm floating. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. You're doing it. Yay, I'm neutrino free. Bye. Don't forget your hunt rewards points card. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. It was so nice to meet you. I think.
Okay, Shane, um, much in the tradition of, I guess, Christine, just kind of inviting in anyone off the street. And um, so I see that you've just kind of brought in a guest uh, into the studio. So, you know, I've just kind of given up at this point and stopping it. So let's just kind of get it over with as soon as possible. This special guest that I've brought in is uh, someone that I have a professional working relationship Mm -hmm with Mm -hmm. right now she is the best in her field she is a matchmaker bounty Mm -hmm. hunter have you ever heard of one of those no probably could have lived the rest of my life and lived it without hearing about it probably would have been fine i think you're gonna love getting to know her i think you're gonna love hearing about her because she's the best in her field as i said yeah i found her uh online yeah what a surprise in a chat room her name the one the only nicole passmore Welcome, Nicole. I'm sure this will be a real journey for everybody as we find out uh, whatever nonsense Brent, we your hear. your energy is very much of a man who doesn't know love. Well, I kind of disagree. I host a podcast, which you're on right now, and it's but about... But do rela- you know love, Brent? Okay, so a lot of disrespect. A lot of disrespect coming to me right now. I'm an expert. I have a podcast, and, you know, let's leave it at that. And, you know, I'm not on trial here. I chase the greatest game of all. The bounty that belongs in everyone's heart, Mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. Mm. I specialize in two fields. Number one, finding your old flames, the loves that got away. Mm -hmm. I track them down and I bring them back. Kicking or screaming, with consent, but kicking or screaming. Mm. I don't care what I have to do, but I bring them back with consent. I need to be clear about that. Secondly... I'm a matchmaker bounty hunter. I can find the perfect person for you. Chase them around the globe like Carmen Miranda. What's her name? Carmen San Diego. That's the one. Carmen Miranda's the fruit hat lady. So, Nicole, you know, right off the bat, I want to ask a bit more about this um, kicking or or screaming seems to be the only two options to get them back. What does the consent look like here? Where What I mean by that is kicking Mm. themselves for having Mm. left their true love Mm. or screaming with excitement at the prospect Mm -hmm. of meeting someone perfect for them. That's what I mean, Brent. And that's why I get consent, even though they're kicking and screaming. But what what is your experience? How did you get get involved in this um, industry? Is that, uh, is that the right term? I spent six years working on a cruise ship as a galley gal. In that time, what I realized is you're only there for a week or two weeks, but you'll meet exciting people from all over the world, mm-hmm. fall in love, see them dance on the dance floor, eat too much at the buffet, watch a terrible comedy improv show mm-hmm. from a bunch of Canadian schmoes right, or whatnot. Right. But... They fall in love, they're torn apart, they don't know how to find each other again. And I know that the best way is to hire somebody, hunt them down, bring them back. Ship to shore, Brent, ship to shore. Water to ground, wet to dry, and then back back to wet again, you know? <laughs> Just, uh, we'll censor that out for sure. No, uh, so- no. Don't censor sexuality. I promised her there would be no censorship on this show, Brent. The only ship we're going to be talking about is those cruise ships. It's a pretty witty joke, actually, Shane. Thanks, I yeah. I one. thought of it and said it. I didn't didn't even think twice, really. Okay, so something I'm kind of wondering, is this, is this a one-sided situation? Someone's searching, someone is uh, being searched for. Are they both aware that this is happening when you go out uh, to, to capture... The other person. 
Or is this is hunt? Hunt, yeah, yeah. Hunt, yes. I'm still a bounty hunter. Right. They're my prey, right, my bounty. Right. Okay, so it sort of but. sounds like they are um, an unwilling participant in being bagged and tagged cross country here. Look, Brent, you're trying to make mm-hmm. me out to be something I'm not, and I won't be canceled right. by the likes of you. I'm just wondering because I have enlisted you for your services in, in getting Marsha back. I'm wondering if you've ever gotten permission before to take anyone back. <sighs> yes. People have given in. Look, Shane, not everybody made a mess of their relationship. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Uh, you know, if Shane's questioning your methods at this point, if this clown is uh, is unsure, I don't think that's a really good sign for uh for oh wow you're just like them yeah you're just like the rest of them brent mm-hmm. oh why are you chasing people down mm. why are you hunting them what i'm doing is people are saying hey i right. I, I fell in love with this person mm-hmm. do you think you could find them right. and then i go to them and, and i present the option to them i say Oh, uh, you know uh, gary mm-hmm. who you met at the local bakery he he really liked that day you ate that scone right. and he'd like to ask you on a date you can say no Ugh. and most of the time mm-hmm. they don't yeah. yeah now the other part of it is someone like shane mm-hmm. who made a real cock up of his relationship right. now no, i'm not true. going after his ex it's true mm-hmm. shane you I, admit I, it what i'm doing for shane mm-hmm. is i am presenting the case to his ex and mm-hmm. you know what i found her and I'm not telling you where she is until she consents. Once she agrees, then I will tranquilize her. I will shoot a dart into hold her on. with her consent. Okay, hold on. I will hold tranquilize on. her hold with on. her consent. Hold on. Hold and on. then I will that right. I will okay. take her with me okay. uh, on a series of train, plane, right. and automobile mm-hmm. travel. And I will, with her consent, with their consent, mm-hmm. always, uh, roll them up into a little ball and place them in a duffel bag I got from American Apparel okay. 15 years ago. Very sturdy, mm-hmm. problematic company, but very sturdy duffel bag. And I bring them back to you with their consent. So let's let's just let's just stop this right now. And I just want to want to go back to people mm-hmm. consenting to you, tranquilizing them with, a, you know, some sort of dark gun. And then putting them mm-hmm. in a bag and transporting them across the country. So, what part don't you understand? Well, I understand it. And I think that's the problem. It just seems like there could be kind of a lot of side effects uh, to be shot full no. of enough tranquilizers to take several Hello. plane, train, and automobile rides. I have an anesthesiology degree. Wow. I am a genius. So you got this degree. You work on a cruise ship I as worked an improv performer. On a, I worked Works. on a cruise ship okay. as a galley right. gal. I made right. fun of the improv performers. I will have you okay, get it yeah. straight. You know, that is fair. Please. And, uh, I would have done the same. Even if you're, you know, swabbing the bathrooms, I think you're still above the improv team that's there. Yes. I was actually thinking about taking an improv class. Oh, don't. It will lead you down a bad road. This has already got dark enough without you talking about getting into improv. I just so thought Marsha might like that it. That ship has sailed. Uh, you know, and that's my joke. That's my ship joke. So let's acknowledge that. And, that's um, a good one. So you've been trained professionally as an anesthesiologist and yes. uh, have transitioned that into hunting, tracking and hunting yes. romantic partners mm. to then capture them and mm-hmm. return them to someone who's paying you to bring them back to their dungeon. It honestly sounds like you're trying to make me sound bad. Uh, so you've been doing this for how long now? Oh, Seems like a century. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. But of course, it you know of course yeah, that's hundred years. Yeah, so that's of course, years, it yeah. is it is twelve years. So let's say uh, you know I I go to a grocery store and I'm ordering you to you know capture a woman each week for me. You, you know what are the caps? I'm on not that? capturing anyone. You're really using these words incorrectly. Mm. Now I might be a bounty hunter, mm. and they may get tranquilized, but I don't capture them. They say, yes, I agree to date that person right. or meet them, meet them at least. I agree. I agree and give you my full consent right, to right. tranquilize me, place me in a duffel bag and take me to meet this person. Sounds nice. You're just like the Reddit people. Mm. You're just like that. There's a subthread that attacks us, right. but you don't understand what you're talking about. We don't care. Oh, I'm not. I'm not hunting. Mm-hmm. It's just a word. Right. It's a word, right. Brent. Yeah. I, Seems accurate. What I'm though, doing? Yeah. It's not, Brent. Mm. I'm saying I have a perfect person for you. Imagine right. someone walks up to you and says, "I know your soulmate. Mm. I could have you meet your soulmate. Would you like to meet your soulmate?" So you're approaching them with uh, with what? You've got this uh, tranquilizer gun on your back. You've got a big sack to put them into, tactical gear, and you just kind of walk up and. Uh... I wear a smartly tailored mm-hmm. two piece suit mm-hmm. in a soft pastel color because that's my favorite. Right. And I do not have anything on me because. I take them back to a proper doctor's office and then you shoot to administer them. the then anesthesia. Then you shoot them with the gun. Then you shoot them. Is that right? You shoot it's them at a separate... It's an anesthesia gun, right. yes. Okay. Yes, it is, okay. but, but okay. I can't so you're stress t- enough. Okay, so yeah, I think, I think we kind of get an idea here of uh, what's happening and uh, you're, you're out there attacking. I don't think you do, So you're Brent, talking about you know, soulmates. I kind of find it, uh, you know, you're going to be meeting a cellmate. A cellmate pretty soon, I think. Why? I think what crime you're have out I there. Committed? You're out there as a menace to society. What have I done wrong? Bit of wrong? a dentist, the menace to society. Except you know, instead of a slingshot, you've got a a gun and a, a sack and a, a couple of plane tickets. It's not a gun, Brent. It's a needle. And you know what? Classic you mm-hmm. thinking. Oh, it must be a right. gun. Right. I didn't say that. You did. You're mm-hmm. putting words in my mouth. Right. You're trying to cancel me. And in Nicole's in Nicole's right. favor, mm-hmm. I asked her dozens of times. I'm like, shoot me with that anesthesia gun. Give me a give me a shot of that gun. And she wouldn't do it. She's like, it's not the time. It's not right. So she mm-hmm. has pretty strong morals and ethics. I think when it right. comes to this job, I'm not gonna shoot you with it just because you need a little escape. Yeah, and I do. If a person says yes, I'd like to meet, but I don't want to be mm-hmm. anesthesiaized. I say, fine, that's fine. We're going on a road trip and we get to know mm-hmm. each other and I buy them a little Wendy's on the way and and they say, that's nice of you. And it's a good right. time. And I have many friends I've right. made along the way. Many. And then mm-hmm. when they're ready, I will shoot them with the anesthesia gun. I like anesthesia. I do. Right, yeah. yeah. There's this thing called twilight you can use where mm-hmm. you're not actually under, but you feel no pain and you forget every second a second later. That's, That's real. That sounds so nice. That's real and it's so, nice. So, of course, Shane is here and, uh, you know, Shane, you haven't really talked in a while and uh, well, you know, I appreciate been... that. No, it's okay. Uh, Hold on a second, Shane. Okay. So, okay, you've brought in this uh, you know, bit of a monster into the uh, the studio. So let's, um, you know, let's get your thing out of the way too. So, um, honestly, I'm incredibly excited to have Nicole here mm-hmm. in the flesh and she's offered up her services to track down Marsh 
Russia. And um, as you know, I've just been coming up against a wall and I had to resort to a professional. And I'm just so excited to hear what Nicole has in mind to track down Marsha and get her back to her five hungry boys. Kind of less now, though, huh? Well, four hungry boys right now. Um, But, you know, I'm sorry. Are your children going missing? They're not my children, first of all. So we shouldn't um, be here if that's the case. Shouldn't we go look? Go look for the kid. You know, um, obviously one one of the weaker children has gone missing and we will find him eventually. But I think what's most important is that the, the head of the family has been removed and that is Marsha. We need to reattach the head. And then I think the straggler children, she'll she'll be able to get her, her babies back. No problem. Uh, no, with I, me, I can't speak to why she would leave five wolf pack children. But me neither. You know, if she doesn't want to come back to those children, I suppose that's her choice. Unless legally she is responsible. For well, yeah, she's their only parent. You say they only have one real parent, but they've got two. Well, they technically all have separate dads, so I guess there's six parents in the mix. Six. Well, five dads and one mom. And you? Oh, yeah, seven. <laughs> now, uh, you have a secret mm-hmm. location for Marsha, which you're unwilling to yes. reveal, which I think is kind of unnecessary because we could just really eliminate the middleman if I could just go straight to her. But I understand oh, you have your methods, and that's fine. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering... Um, where is she? Uh, how do I find her? And uh, barring that, barring that, um, I have you here coaching me, but when she comes back, I'm all on my own. How can I maintain this facade that you've built for me of, of a good man? Shane, it's not a facade. What did you do this morning when you woke up? What was the first thing you did? I washed my feet. A good lover washes his feet. Yeah. Because even though they don't show that often... It means you care. You care about your body. You care about teaching hygiene to those five little wolf children. Four down. You care for... Four left. Okay, well... I haven't checked. It could be three. You're breaking down the walls of toxic masculinity step by step by just showing it's it's okay to have self-care. It's okay to care about others. I just worry is that when Marsha was here, I did really care about her and I, I attempted to care about the boys as well. And that seemed to drive her away. The more I focused on her, the more annoyed she got with me. I think, Brent, you remember some of those early days of Marsha struggling to be around me and asking for her space. You know, it was a surprise to me that you uh, you got married in the first place. You know, you're an amazing actor and there's no denying that, but you're a professional grape. I've never really understood how that works in the first place, but honestly, I, I don't care. Yeah, if you can uh, bag and tag some woman at this point to get back with you, I mean, power to if you. If you can convince a person that you have changed, then they will come back to you if they want. Right. You're not bagging or tagging anybody. Ugh. Well, you Gross, you do Brent. they do go in a bag though. I bag them and I tag the bag yeah. with the airport tag. Yes, but don't try to make it into something it's right, not. Right, right. Shane. Yeah. If she wants space, give her space. Build a small series of tunnels underneath the house that Marsha may escape to at any time. I've started digging in the backyard already, so I'm kind of halfway there. That's why you're washing her feet every morning, living in a pit in the backyard. I think also you could make Marsha a small little house in the backyard. I already kind of live in a separate house in the backyard, to be honest. We like the Bjork and Matthew Barney approach. We like the Helena Bonham Carter and 
Tim Burton. Tim Burton. I was going to say Tim Curry, but that's the wrong one. Woody <laughs> Allen and Mia Farrow. Let's not reference them, please. Well, they had the same living situation. Yeah, but... Doesn't always work. A lot of interesting uh, celebrity talk on the podcast today. Honestly, I'm more into this than I am the uh, hunting down and stacking kind of I corpses on an airplane hanger. and they're not dead. Oh, right. I'm going to... Has anyone ever died, Nicole? No. Not once? Accidentally? No, 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 no. Not I'm one very good person. at what I do. So Shane, Not how much you paying this uh, this Joker here? How much you paying? I, well, you know, it's all, it's all on spec right now, I think is the unspoken mm. agreement we had. Mm. And then no. it's like okay. an exposure kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. We hadn't really talked Excuse about it, but I think Nicole's happy with that me? agreement. The exposure no, agreement. No, 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 no. What's the exposure what? here? Sorry, you're handing out uh, little well, flyers. She's on the podcast. She's on the podcast right now. I think. Right. And that's pretty. Ten to twelve people. A I week. have my own podcast called The Lovers Bounty, where me and other members of my community get together to talk about the successful matchmaking stories we've had. And you know what? I lied. One person did die because I showed them their soulmate, and they were so happy they died their right. heart burst in their chest the autopsy so said died of love mm-hmm. sincerely the coroner said right. that they were so overwhelmed right. with with endorphins and with with serotonin and with pheromones knockout, that it caused knockout their blood bullets, to probably rush as well and their heart burst you yeah. so uh, that podcast sounds like a, a great uh, way for the police to kind of track all of you together in that track community. what Brent bit of a bag and tag You've reversal created this narrative of yeah. me in your brain and you're trying to cancel me for it I've done sounds nothing like a bit of a wrong. honey trap honestly to uh, you know flip on the rest before you uh, you know you go away for a long time I'm not going away anywhere but Madagascar. Is that where Marsha is? No, it's where I'd like to go on vacation because it's a closed biome system with a lot of really unique flora and fauna that you don't see anywhere else. You know, I have a life outside of my job. Yeah, not for long, it sounds like. Why are you doing this, Brent? I haven't done anything wrong. I show people the love they could have. And I make sure every step of the way is fully Don't cry, Nicole. And I don't kill anyone. And I'm very good at anesthesia. Right, right. Although you did say that uh, someone died recently after you shot them full I, of dope and uh, first brought all, them back across no. the country in the bottom first of a train, of all, kind of wing of I, a plane situation. You didn't ask the situation of that person. Right. That was yeah. one of the road trip ones. That one never had any, mm-hmm. never had any Just in a trunk, maybe. Just in never, the back of a never trunk. Never had any anesthetic. Get no, they were guards. in the passenger right. seat. Yeah, I want to, you know, get your story straight because I have a feeling this is going to be played in court pretty the soon. The coroner said they died of, you're not listening to me. I, Nicole, they I'm so sorry. I'm not love. following 90% of this, but it seems tense. So I'm really I'm sorry that I brought you into this, and I hope the FBI doesn't come too hard down on you and your your friends. They won't, Shane. And I have a message here from Marsha. Oh wow, that's so exciting. She's emailed me. She mm. said I'm not ready to come home to the Wolf Boys. Okay, probably won't be a problem. They seem to be disappearing pretty quick. Okay, so well, that's uh, a whole other thread that I am worried we are not giving enough attention to. You should reply and tell her that. And say there might not be wolf boys for you to come back to. And maybe that'll speed her up a little bit. All right. Uh, I'm just going to slip out for a second, use the washroom, and check on the boys. 
Okay, I'll be back. You guys just keep chatting. Nicole, how did you find Marsha? It seems like she's done everything she can to kind of go off the grids here. Um, you keep joking mm. about how the FBI is coming to get yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sure uh, any minute now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I actually work with the FBI. I'm sure in your head, you uh, you know, this how do you is think I is, find yeah. these people? What I'm saying is, I work for the FBI as well. So all of your talk of oh, right. you're gonna get in trouble when you no, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. So- because after I worked on that cruise ship. Mm-hmm. I went into the training for the FBI. Wow, quite the backstory here. Okay, washroom uh, mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. Another boy has gone missing. That's um, not a good thing. And they're not snitches, so they won't talk. I, I tried to get some information out of them, and they, mm. they said they're just clammed right up. Shane, huh? tell us why you want Marsha back. I just, That's all I, I just know. love her so much, and the three weeks I spent with her were legitimately the three best weeks of my life, and I don't know how to take care of her her children, and I would like help with that as well. Plus, she was kind of the financial breadwinner of the family, and um, the money's dried up, so that would be nice, too. There's a lot of reasons why. Um, those are the top three. I think uh, you know a big one is also... Uh, getting someone before Shane uh, turns into a professional raisin instead of a professional grape. Yeah, I am of, getting uh, older. <laughs> I'm drying yeah. up. Opportunities are drying up. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But you know what? There are always the California raisins. I'd hire them for, 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 for I don't a know how to play an instrument. It's the problem. Uh, yeah, you don't have to. Just throw on some sunnies and jam around. Yeah, probably a big on the cruise ships as well in between improv performances. Huge. Huge, Get those California raisins up there. Uh, you could throw anything weird on those stages, and people would clamor for it. Yes, I feel like they would. There love was raisins. an off-brand Aladdin that I saw once. What was his name? Oh, I don't think they named it. I think it was something like. Love is magic or whatever. Yes, they didn't get the rights to the real Aladdin, but they still had bought all of the costumes. So <laughs> they put something together, you know. <laughs> I think that Steppenwolf song, Magic Carpet Ride, would have been really good in Aladdin. I'm going to take you on a ride, on a magic carpet ride. Yeah. You're going to be anesthetized. I'm going to drug you with your consent and take you to the person you love. Kind of rolled up in that carpet, it sounds like. So, you know what? This all came together a lot faster than I thought it would. Uh, You made contact with Marsha. You found her, which is something that with all my resources, I was not able to do for many weeks or months. I'm not sure how long. Resources of a grape. Resources of a grape. Yeah, and those considerable resources, my deep pockets, uh, I was not able to find her. And you found her and you got in touch with her and you found out she does not want to come back, which is great. It's good to, you know... When God closes a door, he opens a window. Um, yeah. And I think the window in this case is you can help me maybe track down some of these kids that have been stolen. Maybe you could shoot um, somebody through a window, huh? Sounds like that's kind of what you're into. Maybe target them. Shoot that trank dart. They fall right out into your sack outside in the car. And okay, straight Brent, onto the plane. Couple of things here, Brent. Straight Brent, onto the plane. Couple of things. Yeah. Couple of things mm-hmm. here. First of all, remember, I don't shoot anyone without consent. Right. Secondly... Yeah. Why would I shoot a tranquilizer gun through a window? I'm not sure why you do what you do. They've Honestly, consented. I'm struggling. I've been We're struggling to understand. We're in a doctor's office. I've been struggling to understand why you do this in the first place. Seems like Love you were a young Brent. woman with a lot of options and then kind of threw it away to uh, hunt and butcher human beings. Uh, I don't butcher them. 
That's just literally making something up. Hunt, maybe. Right. Capture with consent, sure. Right. Butcher, no. Okay. No. Sorry to interrupt you, Shane. It sounded like you oh, were going it's, down. It's though. fine. Um, and I, you know, you've you've done a good job. You've done a solid, fine job, and you are a bounty hunter. And I intend on getting you that bounty of that exposure that I promised you. And this is just mm. an opening payment. Uh, at this podcast appearance, and I'm happy to, you know, do a trade appearance on your podcast where you talk about the people oh, you've hunted n- down and stuff. You're not coming on the lover's bounty. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's a closed podcast. Well, um, I guess I guess that's it for me then. That's um... seems like uh, this didn't really work out for you, Shane. Uh, you're nope. down and a wife and a couple of kids at this point, and um, you know now you've kind of been looped into this criminal activity that uh, I'm sure is going to pull you into uh, some sort of an abyss, if not sack and uh, mass grave of some kind. It sounds like no. it's probably the end result. Nobody died except for the one person who died of too died much of love. love, Brent. Then that's, right. I, you know, I don't know what, what drug that is. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, thanks so much for coming in, Nicole, and kind of incriminating yourself on the air with us today. And I look forward to reading some headlines of your eventual capture when the you know the cat becomes no, no. the mouse and is shot uh, is shot herself with consent with consent yeah so shane i'm not sure if this was the result you were looking for to be kind of humiliated live on the air no uh, or usually it's taped um well i'm glad that marcia's still alive and that i wasn't sure about that she was Mm -hmm. just so radio silent so that's good news that she's working her email again um Mm. she was always really good at emailing and i'm happy that she still has that wherever it is that she is yeah a bit pathetic uh that goalpost being moved to uh just her being alive but i'm sure you can take whatever you can get at this point i don't want to alarm anyone but there's a wolf boy on the window clinging to it like a gecko oh no Randall, oh, he's, like got he's struggling out there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's probably he's probably the next one to disappear. Brent, I hope you learn how to love and learn to understand the meaning of words because wow, you got it wrong today. All right, Shane, Nicole. crying over there. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I, he fell out of the window. Well, thanks um, for having me. Love you both because I'm capable of it. Ta ta. Wow. She really stuck the knife in there at the end. Okay, uh, well, that was a great segment. I'm excited to get to questions. Just before we do, I think it's my uh, fatherly mm. duty to just do a quick glance over my left shoulder out the window and make sure that uh, the remaining kids right, are still there. Right, right, right. Just want to, you know, just want to be clear that, Shane, a lot of time has been spent looking, talking about these kids. Uh, just, just you know, a bit of a note uh, in the future when you are yeah. asked to co-host a podcast, don't bring your kids in. Of course, yeah. Uh, just the, the only big... Okay, okay, hold on. So the, the only okay again hold on another note just hold on okay. uh the only the only baby that should be here is my baby which is this podcast my child and a beautiful Not baby liter- it is okay shane again so just hold on a third note just hold on for a second so a lot of time has been spent looking at these kids talking about these kids that's sort of your thing that's a shane problem that's sort of a shane outside the podcast you're very right i i realize mm-hmm. i could have just used this time where you were giving me this note mm-hmm. i could have just done a quick glance over my left shoulder and made sure well still here's, there. here's the other thing fourth note when someone's giving you a note you don't turn away you don't you look them in the eye or of course you know, better okay okay that hold was on a second. my instinct okay originally. hold on a sec okay hold on hold on a second yeah so what you do is you you know you kind of lower your eyes to the table you look up just a little bit every every now and then from Sheepish. the from the grounds yeah yeah 
And uh, you know, we don't you don't spend too much time on the note. You just say yes, note received. Yes, note received. Uh, okay, there I'm we gonna go. do a quick glance. Just count the kids. Mm. Okay. Um, I I only did one. I could do a recount, but I'm seeing two. Right. Um. Okay, recount's done as well. I I believe there were three not sure i haven't been keeping track shane uh you know you showed up here with a gaggle of children could have been 12 could have been one you know not really my problem again this is uh not really my problem i think i see another one of those tokens out there as well so this can't be a positive development i noticed big steve's missing and he's the muscle of the group so well (sighs) big steve uh yeah get well soon we hope you are in a better place big steve and we wish you well in your future so that's uh uh, that's probably the end of him. It's probably for the best to just kind of move on, cut our losses. And, you know, I didn't like how he was tapping on the window. Uh, a bit of an ugly kid. So, yeah. uh, you know, rest in peace uh, well. or rest uh, rest peacefully wherever your body is at this point. That's a that's a hell of a send off. And we spent enough time on the podcast talking about Big Steve. Yeah. Okay, well, we should probably get to questions and then I can I can get to filing some police reports. To... Yeah, we are on the same page. Yeah. Friends invited us over for dinner and also extended an invitation to my husband's parents, which I thought was very nice. We planned to carpool there with my in-laws, but when they arrived at our door, they had my sister-in-law with them, who hadn't been invited. I called the host to apologize and offered to bring more food. My mother-in-law overheard me, took great offense, said they weren't going, and stormed off. Who was in the wrong here. Oh, geez, that's a tough one. Not really. Anytime in-laws are involved. Is that something you uh, really experienced with Marsha? I never had the opportunity to meet Marsha's parents, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I've been looking forward to the day, and I don't know now if that day will ever come from the news that Nicole gave us. Sounds like I might be kind of on the outs permanently maybe you should uh, maybe you should hire her to track them down and uh you know body bag them as well yeah well maybe some inheritance in, in there i don't want to get tangled up in any of the obvious legal cases that are coming nicole's way um i think the mother-in-law is in the wrong here because mm. um as as far as i know the uh the phrase is the more the merrier and who would be mm. upset at uh an extra dinner guest mm-hmm. yeah i mean interesting take there a bit uh blase a bit uh a bit boring to tell you the truth so in my opinion, definitely it is, you know, surprise twist here. The friends mm. that are really at fault, uh, you know, this is a bit of a freak show. You invite a couple over and then you go behind their backs and invite their parents. You know, imagine you're in this situation and you are going to a friend's for dinner. You're yes. very excited. And then they say, hey, I hope it's cool that we personally reached out to your parents-in-law and also invited them to dinner. We thought it would be great if you had a nice, casual, personal time and also spent it with your parents-in-law. So uh, yeah. uh, this is clearly a breakup for me. Uh, these friends cut them out of your life. And uh, what they have no car. What did they walk over on the bus or something like that? This is a big breakup all around. I think it's just, you know, cut those cancerous elements out of your life. See those parents-in-law three times a year. Thanksgiving, Christmas and halloween i'm just realizing i misread the question and i agree with everything you said well that's a great uh turn for shane but a bit of a note again no take backs and you've showed kind of how weak-willed you are in just acquiescing to the dominant personality which i do appreciate but i think our listeners will find a little weasley okay i'm gonna try better on this next question 
For the past few years, I've been plagued by widows who cannot drive. Most are not shy when it comes to expecting neighbors to drive them to places like church, shopping, or the doctor. It's a well-known fact that women usually outlive their husbands. Did they think a chauffeur would automatically appear when the husband died? What in the world were these women and their husbands thinking in years past clear breakup here for me i think that these widows just kind of mobbing your door and phone line just asking in their uh, tired old you know annoying voices if you ever heard a widow before it doesn't matter how old they are uh-huh. please drive me to the shopping mall just like on halloween where you don't want kids to come to your house you've got the family over for a halloween dinner you turn off that porch light shut the blinds, unplug the phone, never leave the house, just order in and then get them to leave it out front. You know, sooner or later, those widows will get the message. Either they're going to start walking, which is great. You know, it might expand that lifespan, uh, you know, a couple more months or or year even. And you get that peace of mind of not being bothered by these old annoying widows. They should have been planning for this. Mm -hmm. They should have been interviewing chauffeurs. Um, as the husband was getting sicker and sicker and closer to death he should have been preparing for this you know Mm -hmm. maybe uh, taking some driving lesson or uh, signing up for some home delivery Mm -hmm. services because Mm -hmm. these widows really should not be bothering I don't know who this guy is or how he knows so many minnows widows but they should not be bothering Mm -hmm. um, the people around them they should realize that tragedy is uncomfortable for people and they should keep it to themselves. Speaking of tragedy, it seems like you've outlived most of your family members. I'm looking out the window, and uh, I am seeing one less boy. Oh, so boy. You know, that that record oh, you've got now, you've lost a wife, and you've <sighs> lost five children. Uh, Four children. Okay, well, I kind of expect the fifth not long for this world, to tell you the truth, get well soon. You know, you've kind of got the backstory of a uh, potato famine survivor in Soviet Russia in the 1950s. You've had a strong crop of family members just kind of wiped out, decimated in what sounds like less than a few weeks. So you haven't got the strongest familial resume. My only hope is that Marsha has come back out of hiding and she's stealing the children back for herself. Um, and doesn't want to speak to me. That's mm-hmm. hopefully where they're going and not with the baby merchant who I think was planning on harvesting them to uh, elongate her her own life. My my big fear is that like if it is Marta, that they will be relegated to a life with the gugs underground. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, mm-hmm. I can't in good conscience allow that or mm-hmm. without at least trying to fight back against it. Right. I really should right. get through this last question just so I can make sure that we at least hold on to one kid. I just got out of a four-year relationship, and I've been out of the dating scene since high school. I'm in college part-time, but the only girls I'm interested in have turned me down. I'm over 21, but not quite sure about how I feel meeting women at a bar. Where would you suggest I try looking? I personally have had experience meeting women at trade shows while I'm working, um... So if you don't want to go to a bar, maybe you could try that. Try going to a trade show and like mm-hmm. going to a, a law booth and, mm-hmm. and um, having the lawyer um, come 
uh, come up to you and like propose that you um, get right. married right now. But uh, yeah, that's where I met people or, you know, the park yeah. is good. Well, you know, this question's a bit difficult. No clear person to break up with here. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd ask that uh, in the future, it's a bit more cut and dry with these questions. Here's where I will, as an expert, kind of interpret where this is going. Good point about meeting women at a bar. If you did meet anyone at a bar, I would suggest breaking up immediately. Those are the kind of people, especially solo flyers, night flyers, night stalkers, and uh, the like, maybe meet a few gugs in there as well. Those are the people that, uh, you know, you don't really want to get involved with. Here's where I would suggest looking. Go down to the candy shop. Women have a bit of a sweet tooth. Genetically, it's been proven by study. And go over to the gumballs. And when a woman walks by, well, not any woman, you don't want one of those widow gugs or anything like that, one of those widows, uh, and you pull out the black gumball and you say, while they're digging around, looks like you just won a free movie rental at my house. And again, I can't stress this enough. It only works if there are black gumballs in there. Because you pull out you pull out a blue one and you say that yeah. you're gonna look like a fool and uh, that's a breakup for me for sure. I'm just gonna before we sign off do one last check and see mm-hmm. how we're doing vis a vis the children outside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's none left. Um, so I'm gonna get Nima on the phone and see what my options are here for. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I'm in the clear. Uh, hopefully they're safe. That's that's what I mean. I, I Number one, they're safe. Number two, I'm in the clear. That's what I hope. Well, that's great. Well, that's all the time we've got today on this episode of Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine, joined in studio by actor Shane McClain. Hi. Bye. Until next time, <laughs> may your hearts <laughs> be full. <laughs>